in your head. I'm your host, Aaron Rosen, with guests and co-hosts, most notably my co-hosts, Enam, aka Podnam, and Karen, the slayer of many things career-wise and others. Aaron, what's going on, buddy? It's been a while. It has been, indeed. Um... I'll tell you what's going on. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been finding a lot out about life, myself, Mm -hmm. my capabilities, my limitations. Sure. What the human body can do to you, what you can do to the human body. Are you pregnant? One would think, based on how I'm treating myself, I got... epidural injections into my spine oh yeah I got ultrasound going on and I really thought the next thing that they were going to have me try was Lamaze classes because they did have me do meditation and breathing techniques so one one might assume that I am pregnant I you know in a way I am pregnant I am impregnated with knowledge you know usually when people say that it's because they have another life on the way yeah karen have you had another life on the way too (laughs) no 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 i'm i'm also not pregnant Mm. Mm. i you know i can add to the conversation i have had an ultrasound it was for my elbow and my elbow came out negative not pregnant either yeah i even have the picture and i put it on my fridge like, you know, like an ultrasound baby. It's because I had the cubular tunnel syndrome. It's it's these fingers. Not the not these. Not these. But these. For our listeners, uh, it's Eno's pinky and the uh, other finger that's closest to his middle finger. Way to catch that one, Aaron. Uh, I completely forgot that we were recording a podcast because it just feels so fun and natural right now. Um, I'd like to add that I've also had an ultrasound. You too. <laughs> this is a medical podcast today. I've had ultrasounds of like everywhere on my torso, mm-hmm. and the procedure itself was really painful. So that's just another reason why I'm afraid of being pregnant. So you just had, it was possible that you had just a bunch of babies grown in your back? <laughs> yes, they checked every inch. No, it was unrelated to a pregnancy, but I had, it was, they really dig in there. I mean, maybe that was just because I had to look at some different things. I think that might just be you, because when they did the ultrasound for me, it was relatively harmless, and I didn't feel much. And I, I asked them what the science behind that was. Do you guys know why they do that? Why why they ultrasound something? <laughs> why they, yeah, why they ultrasound you if you have an injury or something. You know, alien probes, that's usually what I go to first, but... Okay, well, you're wrong. Okay. (laughs) But it's a good try, it's a good guess. Why don't you tell us? Alright, so, check this out, right? Doc Rosen in the house. What you do is, um... So, the the philosophy, the idea, the science is that the, 
the sound waves created by the ultrasound penetrate the skin but it's such a low level of penetration and it's so minute that it's not like harmful to your body it's just a very tiny little wave that's going penetrating through your skin and it's supposed to sort of like I think relax that that area beneath the tissue like mm. a soft almost like a soft tissue massage that's why it feels good I well to me it's like whatever I don't really feel much but speaking of waves and reading things and all that um how about that black hole image huh yeah <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking too Karen what are your thoughts on the black hole I mean, it's a wonderful scientific achievement. Mm -hmm. The actual photo doesn't excite me personally because it's like not real. I'm just going to be a downer and say that computers can generate images of things that are not real all the time. And then this was creating an image of something that is real. But I just think reality mm -hmm. is real. Let's talk about oh. Israel. Okay, sure. I mean, so for for the listeners who are not us weirdos. I, I do adore Kit Harrington, mm -hmm. and I adore him so much, I decided to create a film about someone else who also adores him, who is convinced that they will marry him. So it's a mockumentary, it's super dry, super weird, and it's just a five minute mockumentary about this woman's life. I worked on it with Aaron, our podcast, bread and butter here mm. and he was a delight with just the two of us shot us shot it um a couple years ago and it's gone to a couple festivals it's now a hit on the internet and uh it's really just a joy and i just i really i hope that kit harrington sees it one day and knows how weird i am but doesn't feel too creeped out you made this film and you asked aaron to be a part of it what captured talent or what what did you want from Aaron to bring to this film and how instrumental was he Aaron was all of the instruments in an orchestra to this film I mean he really he did everything it was amazing he first of all he understood it I wrote the script in like you know one fit of fury and like I didn't think anyone would get it and Aaron got it immediately so he understood my timing everything that I wanted he was just like just really in sync with me so he filmed it. He also did voiceover on it. He played the mockumentarian. And um, he also happens to be an excellent drawer? Drawer? Drawer. He's a... Drawer. Yeah. An excellent drawer. So he yes. drew a beautiful portrait of Mr. Harrington as well, which we used. So it was it was a joy to work on. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. Let me say, and let me just say, you know, it was an absolute... What a treat it was to work with Karen. Just... What a fun person. Just a great energy. Great vision. I'm so glad that I just matched her level of silliness. Mm -hmm. And I saw what she was going for. And it's true, I was like all those sections in the orchestra. I was woodwind. I was brass. I did trombone. I did timpani. I did, I did triangle. I did viola and violin. I did cello. I did, uh, I did baritone sax. Baritone sax, sax, a very specific saxophone instrument there. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm getting some baritone sax from you. Yeah, I, I feel like you, you might be, but what was the best part about working with Karen, like in her in her directorial? Is this your directorial debut, Karen? Yes, yeah, this is the first film I ever made. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Proud to be a part of that. I mean, <laughs> I, I was to begin with, but the first one. 
and mm-hmm. to just knock it out of the park. Did you, uh, did you like jump at the chance? Like you turned down a couple offers, I heard, right? right. She was chomping at the bit. Where can we find this film, actually? Let me tell you, mm-hmm. it, the easiest way to find it is to go onto this website. It's called YouTube. 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 Yeah. So it's just YouTube.com. And then if you search Kit Harrington, girl convinced she will marry. Or <laughs> if you want it to make sense, just search girl convinced she will marry Kit Harrington, and it will lead you to the film. I mean, I think that's what I called it on YouTube. The title of the film is Kit. But uh, that's probably the easiest way to find it. My name is Karen Francis, if Karen anyone Francis. needs an extra boost yes. of yes. searchability. So go check it out. It is shorter than the amount of time we've been talking about the film. Well, <laughs> you know, we usually don't do our, Aaron. as Aaron knows, we usually don't do our plugs early. We call them gulps. But I feel like because this episode is very specific and I booked us a very unique guest on today's show, we needed to to do that plug early and get it over with transitioning into the, our guest Aaron today's Game of Thrones day right is that is that a thing I'm not even sure today's, today's the premiere I believe which means that HBO servers are probably gonna crash their servers are gonna are gonna crash sorry I, I slurred uh, that I had a Bloody Mary earlier today okay. their servers okay. are right. gonna crash I thought you were doing a bit uh, like the rural juror like from 30 Rock no, no, that's Arrested Development. Was it? Let's let's just let's get let's cut to it. Let's bring our special guest into this today's show. And you have you have them out in New Jersey, right? Because I, I yeah, I, he I, decided I, to come all the way out to New Jersey for some reason. Yeah. Maybe there's like a convention or something out here. I don't know. Who, who is it, guys? Was I supposed to prepare? Oh no, don't worry. It's just uh, Harry Kiddington. I'm sorry. I'll bring him out. You'll find out. Uh, let me step out. You know the usual deal. I'll, I'll step out and I'll just bring him in. Without further ado, here is Harry Kennington. Hello. Hey, Harry. What's going on, man? Yes, hi. It's such a pleasure to finally meet you. I mean, digitally, but like, you, I can't believe you, you came on our show. Like, I, I asked you and you said, yeah, and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm good I'm good, I'm good friends with Aaron. He's uh he's a good chap. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um Aaron's your friend and and he never mentioned that he knew you? Oh, does 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 he have to mention everyone he knows? <laughs> yeah, in this case. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't I didn't know it was important. I didn't know I didn't know that was a thing. Uh and um, I'm sorry to step on your toes here. I just uh Harry, I just wanted to say it's a Delight to meet you, at least virtually. My name is Karen Francis. Thanks so much for coming on our show today. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know who you are. Aaron told me about your film. I thought it was uh, pretty funny. You watched it? Yeah, I, I chuckled. Oh, I'm so glad you got a chuckle out of it. I, I, I'm done, guys. Honestly, if Harry Kiddington had a chuckle out of my film, I, I'm done making art. I'm, I'm done doing anything. Uh, I've accomplished my main goal, and goodbye. Have a great podcast. Oh, no, no. No, please don't don't stop making things. I, I'd rather like to see you make more. You know, it's so weird. I, I, I'm going to just say it. Like, It sounds like you're related to Kit Harrington in a... So, he's actually... Kit Harrington's actually my half-brother. Do you believe that? 
I, yeah, I believe it. Aaron, uh, is this true? Oh, he he stepped out, but take oh, my word oh. for it. Okay. Take my word for it. My half brother. Can we trust your word? Like, are you true to it? I have I have no intention of malice, so yes. I don't know why I don't know why we turned Law and Order SVU on you so quickly. <laughs> And I'm sorry for dun, that. Dun. Is, this, is this the way all Americans are? Are you always all so skeptical? We are. We are very skeptical. Uh, are we? Are we skeptical? Well, I mean, Karen, you literally, right in the beginning of this... The thing you're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, you just commented on a picture of the black hole, and you were kind of dismaying, you know, disregarding it a little bit, Karen. So I think we are that. We are skeptical. Well, it's just that everything at any time could be an artificial fabrication by robots. Well, I think I think she's been watching a bit too much Westworld. Yeah? Well, actually, Harry, I've been watching Game of Thrones. I don't know if you're familiar with the show, um, but your half-brother's a big star on it. I think he's great. Yeah, yeah, of, co of course. Of course I know about the show. I've actually done some of his roles just for fun, to see if I could get away with it, because... I look and sound so much like him. Could you give us maybe a monologue or something as as one of his roles? Sure. Yeah. Uh, let me let me get a let me get a line. Let me pull up a line. Wow. This is a this is a big deal for the show. I had no idea that we had a Game of Thrones, you know, actual person that acted on the show. That's nuts. That's just nuts. I have nothing else to say, Karen. Nothing. I mean, I think it makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, Kit Harrington has so many scenes mm -hmm. that if there was a half-brother available who looked and sounded a lot like him, right. I'd probably want to use him all the time as a stand-in. I, I, can't, I can't really find my, my half-brother's monologues, but I can give you some quotes if you want quotes. Well, yeah. I mean, are you familiar with Jon Snow? I'm trying... I typed in Jon Snow monologue on, on Google. Oh. Well, maybe if, like, me and Anam are... We're, we're of the Night's Watch. I could be Sam. And I could be, um, Pip. Rest mm. in peace, Pip. So, you know what? I'm going... I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read his quotes. I'm gonna read some of his quotes. How about that? Does that fancy okay. you? All right, here we go. This one's about choices. Sometimes there is no happy choice, only one less grievous than the others. All right, here's another one. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you you definitely had our attention. I'm gonna call. These are these are micro monologues. Micro mono. Yeah? Micro monologues. We look up at the same stars and see such different things. All right, here's another. I do know some things. I know I love you. I know you love me. I have to go home now. Oh, that one's heartbreaking. I just watched that episode today. That's, uh, right. They're doing the marathon, aren't they? Well, I don't know. I was just watching some extra episodes. Is this, is this when my brother-in-law leaves the, the wildling? Is that I, when he I, leaves her? I think so. Yeah. What happened to her? Did she die? Yeah. Mm. Tragic. What experiences from your own life you draw on as Harry Kittington becoming whenever you play your half-brother's characters. 
yeah, I'm actually glad you asked that because I I don't play Jon Snow, which a lot of people think I do. I play John Winters, who's very not a well-known character in the George R. R. Martin world. Okay, yeah, I mean, could you just give me a quick reminder of his story? Yeah, so he's basically like a sellsword who, who pops up in maybe like two battles. Like he was there real quick in the Battle of the Bastards and he was there really quickly in the one where Daenerys fights um, the Lannisters. Okay, I mean, it sounds like... A- were you an extra in the series? I don't like I don't like labels, but um, you know I I was seen on the show, and I think that's what really matters. Yeah, I mean, congratulations on that. That's really cool. Thank Is you. Is it hard? Oh, it took so much. It took so much preparation, so much preparation to get into character. They sent us to training boot camp. I spent like six months getting ready for the role. Wow. And, um, you know, my line is, as I get burned alive. Wow. That's a big line. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure I heard that in that episode. Yeah, they might have even used that voice quite a few times in the show. Because they loved it. George... George, I sat down next to uh, George. Georgie, we call him, you know, when you're close with him, we call him Georgie. Uh, in fact, in fact, and this is true, he was in, you want to know the real reason I'm in New Jersey? I'm meeting, yeah. up, I'm meeting up with Georgie to grab a, 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 a cuppa in, in Bayonne, because that's where he's from. And he was, he was there actually uh, about a week or two ago. One or two weekends ago, just moseying around. People, some people thought he was actually a homeless gent because he's so unkempt and a bit portly. So, so you have a relationship with right, right? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Right, I was going off track. So, you know, I did the scream, and he sat down with me, and he said, "Ari." We've got it. He says, it's it's bloody marvellous. I love that scream. I want to hear that scream in every episode. And if you listen closely, every episode will have that scream at least once. Wow. I mean, Harry Kittington, you, by sharing that on the podcast, you've probably set off millions of fanatics of the show who are now going to go rewatch every episode with the volume turned up, listening for that scream. I know I'm going to do it. Well, good luck to them, because some episodes you won't even be able to hear in the human ear. It's set to a dog volume. So your dogs will know. You're going to watch for your dog's ears to perk up in some of those episodes. I, I have dogs. Um, I, incur- I encourage them to watch the show, but not as much recently, just because they've killed a lot of the, the wolves. So I don't want them to be, you it's know... It's very sad, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it kind of even pushed me away from watching the show almost altogether. But, but it was quite satisfying to watch 
Uh, what's his name? Not Bannister. Bolton? 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 Bruce Bolton? Bolton? Was he the one that Ramsey. got eaten by his dogs? Ramsey. Ramsey. That well, was... He's really Ramsey Snow. He's a bastard. Right. So that's a that, key point. That was set as far. Is there is there a Ramsey Winter on the show as well? Yeah, there is a Ramsey Winter. Is he the half? Is I mean, is the actor who plays Ramsey Winter the half brother of Ramsey Bolton? <laughs> classic, classic detective work there, Madam Madam Francis. Oh, wow, you remembered my name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as as. As a trained professional actor, you know, I have, I have a lot of names to remember, so I try and make it important to remember names. So that scene, you you said the Battle of the Bastards, that's where uh, that's where you, you debuted your, your uh, I guess, on the show? That's one of the more loud screams. Okay. Okay. Now, since this scream is such a... I had no idea, but it's such a huge part of the show. Right. It, it, it debuted, I'm sorry, it debuted in the first episode when okay. uh, the little snowboy gets pushed off the window. That's my scream. They used a grown man scream for a little boy. You're talking about uh, Stark? Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, Jesus, I can't even remember. Bran. Bram? Bran? Bram? Bram. What is happening to both of you? Have you never seen this show? Brandon Stark. Bran or Bram. I've never figured Bran this part out. like the cereal. And yes, that is what he's named after. How'd you know? Well, because I'm also buddy-buddy with Mr. Martin. Alright. Right. Still curious because you don't call him Georgie, but it's alright. I guess you're not no. in, the, in the circle yet. Well, I mean, I certainly am not close enough with him. Otherwise, he would have introduced me to Kit Harrington instead of y you lot. <laughs> wow. I find that fantastically <laughs> offensive. And you mock and laugh at me as if I'm some lower-tier grade-C actor. Harry, Harry, Harry. It's just, it's just the American way, you know. We are skeptical and we laugh at everything in a very, I guess people would say maybe aggressive or passive or maybe both passive and aggressive way. Um, but don't, don't, don't pay attention to it. It's just, it's just the way this podcast is built on fun. Right. That's all. Um, but I want to. I, I had one question. Uh, that I've been thinking about now since you told me about this whole screaming. Uh, is this a theory now? Like, is this scream? Is wait, is the Night King a scream? Is he just a noise? Yeah, he's just a noise. You see, it's a lot like the Wilhelm scream. You know about the famous Wilhelm scream, right? Ham scream? No, I'm Muslim. Will uh. Wilhelm scream? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Wilhelm. Wilhelm, like Helm's Deep from Lord of the Rings. Helm. 
so so Lord of the Rings scream. Karen, Karen I, I'm getting well, lost. Well, I mean, here. the scream is used in Lord of the Rings as well as many other famous movies. You should look it up. It's called the Wilhelm scream. Why don't you actually do it for us? Maybe that will trigger. I can't, do, I can't. My acting. I never passed my screaming acting class because I couldn't do the Wilhelm scream. It's the final test, mate. I'm just sitting here disappointed, and I'd like the listeners to know about it. You judge me silently. You do that. Harry Kittenting. I went to the prestigious Screaming School of London. No, it's got a 10% pass rate when you take the final class and your final exam is to scream the Wilhelm scream. Well, look, I think if you just face that demon now and give us a good scream, then, you know, we'd all be better for it. And, you know, I don't know if we're allowed to swear on this podcast, but I... So I'm having trouble speaking and avoiding it, but I would say... No, that's good. You can screw it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I'm not going to swear. <laughs> okay, but flip the degree, but really put a swear word there. And then, like, it's not about the degree. It's just about finishing it. And I just got to do it. All right? I got to do it. It's too much pressure. Okay, it's enough, difficult. Look. It's like, it's like Terminator all over again. Were you in Terminator? I was supposed to be, but I couldn't do the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> they didn't want to pay the royalties for the scream. Oh, Harry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Wow, uh, I think this is the first where we've made a guest cry on the show. Um, I, I feel like I feel like Aaron would be very disappointed in those, Karen. Um, you know, Who did that? Who did the Wilhelm? I heard it. Was it something like? That's it. That's the Wilhelm scream, mate. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's me. Uh, I've been practicing screaming for a little bit, too. I don't know. Karen, I know I didn't tell you this, but, uh, you know, since we haven't hung out in a while, uh, I've just been screaming for my... Uh, Did you go to Saney? Did you attend Saney Screaming Academy of New York? Yeah, no, I did. I actually got... I screamed too loud. Um, and in front of my professor, and he got really. No, he he didn't like that, so they kicked me out. But I still got my tools of screaming. Screams are important. It's the most overlooked thing in showbiz. Yeah, I think lighting, production, advertisement. They think all that's so important to screams, mate. I mean, as a producer, I don't need it all that much. But you know, when I do appear on a film, maybe I can just use that constantly as lines right sure I once, you... I once auditioned for an snl thing and all uh-huh. i did was scream i almost got the bit i almost got it now did they go with kit harrington instead they did yeah bummer just because he was trending whatever the hell that means i'd like to bring up something else guys um harry kittenton you were not 
I don't think you were on the show yet, but before your arrival, we were talking about ultrasounds and medical jargon having to do with sound and how ultrasounds are sound waves. Oh, they have, me, had them. they have me scream at pregnant ladies' bellies sometimes for therapy. That's what I figured. They I call that one mega sound. It mega is an acronym. Stands for massive electronic. I forgot the G. What's the G? Gravitational. Again? Thank you. Gravitational audio. Massive electronic gravitational audio. And what that does is basically my screen, the vibrations from my vocal cords are being echoed into that little baby with all that fun stuff and nutrients is vibrating the feeding tube and all that stuff to make the, the nutrients and all that stuff go through the baby's body and be nice and healthy. I mean, that is why they suggest that pregnant women watch a lot of Game of Thrones. Now it all comes full circle. True. I just didn't know to attribute that to you, Harry. And when you're getting emotional, it's actually the screams that make you feel that way about the characters and you know people getting killed and story, plot, all that. It's just the screams. The babies on the show. That's me. You? The little girl, the little burned girl who got burned alive. Yeah. Shireen. Shireen. Yeah. <laughs> that was you getting burned alive and screaming. They put they put a somebody lit a match and they put it near my hand. They held it. They held my hand over the match, and that was me screaming. So you're, so you're also literally. Like a stuntman and an extra. Well, is it, it, sometimes you got to think outside the box to get the scream you want. Harry, I just want to say, I know that I kind of knocked you earlier, but it sounds like not only are you doing very well in your career despite not completing your degree, but you're also just, you're instrumental. I mean, you play all the instruments thank for, you, for yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, thank you. I do woodwind, I do brass, I do timpani, I do... <laughs> Percussion. I do viola as well as violin. I do baritone sax. I can give you some baritone sax too. Can you do viseri? Viseri. Is that the fat gay man? No, that's Varys. Oh. Oh, you too. Sorry, who's viseri? Viserin, the dragon. Viserin. That's one of Daenerys's dragons. No longer. Uh, it is the Night King's dragon. Oh. Did you, did you not see last the last season? Well, the dragon... I forgot they gave him a name. The dragon didn't die, so I can't do that scream yet. And if, spoiler, or when the dragon does die, you'll hear the scream. If I, if I scream it, I'll spoil it. Karen, since you know the show better, can you confirm that Viserion died and it was risen again by... The night king. Right, it's now he's been re rejoined. Oh, uh, all right. I get what you're trying to say here. He's not technically dead. He's just undead, mate. I don't do screams for the undead. That's interesting because the screams of the White Walkers are very integral to the story. So I'm just I'm curious about who they have doing that if it's not you. They uh, always they have that for that one for that one for, for the White Walker screams. They got Peter Dinklage. That does make sense because he's never around hanging out with the White Walkers in any scene, so you can't do double time. He's probably just, is he dressed up in like a green suit the whole time, just walking around? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And also, 
What else? Oh, like the guy that fell out of the Sky Arena, the combat arena in the first season. You know, when, when Tyrion had his body go right off yeah. the screen with that guy. To help replicate and mimic how he would scream, they threw me out of a plane. Wow. They try and okay. emulate they try and emulate the situation so that they can get the most appropriate scream. Anyway, um, Harry Kennington, I'd love to know, just while we still have a little more time with you, I'd like to know some personal stuff about you and life growing up, you know, especially with Kit Harrington, but also just any childhood memories you guys have from, like, before Game of Thrones? He, uh, he just always liked riding horses. Always riding horses. And shooting bows and arrows. He thought he was so cool riding his horse, shooting arrows. All the women were like, oh, it's cute. And I'd say, yeah, but I can do that too. And I can scream really good. They, they didn't care. Sorry, did you say, did you say screw or you could scream? Well, I said scream. Okay. Get your mind right. out of the gutter, yeah? Okay. So anyway, we've kind of had a falling out though. I don't really talk to him much. I feel like he kind of sabotaged my career by looking prettier than me. Feel bad for you, Harry. Uh, considering that. Thank you. Was... Your pity is much appreciated. It's what I can do. Um, considering that he was on SNL like last week, did you not even since you guys don't talk? But did he like at least drop a line or even like reach out to you because he was so close? He doesn't live, you know. In the U.S., from what said, I know. He, yeah, he texted me, said, Oi, gonna be on SNL. Watch the telly. And that was it. Well, I mean, I mean, since you have his number, would you mind sending him my film? Yeah, no, not at all. Thank you, Harry. You know, why don't you just do it right now, since, uh... Woman thinks, woman convinced she's going to marry Kit Harrington, and copy the link, uh, draft it up, brother-in-law, send, and done. Wait, he's a brother-in-law, <laughs> and a half-brother. Wait a minute, that's incestual somehow. Don't, uh, don't, don't worry about it, really, it's, we may have an aunt who's also a wife, you know, it's not Wait, 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 wait. Alright, this interview is getting interesting, but I really have to get going. I really appreciate all the time. Just, you can't just drop that. Thank you so much for, you know, everything. Cheers, and, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for my scream in this final season. I think you really enjoy the screams. But we can't hear them. They're out of volume and for dogs. No, only some of them. Only some of them. You'll hear it. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Thank you, Harry. Right, yeah. Wow. Right, well then, I guess that's it. Cheers, yeah? <laughs> Harry, just one more thing before you go. Yeah, yeah sure. Karen's, Karen's waited for this question, so... Sure, yeah. So it's going to be really important. Well, go on. Are you alright? What? How tall are you? Six foot. Pretty average, yeah. Alright, bye.
hi, great to meet you. Um, thank you for passing my film along to Kit. Harry, I'm sorry I doubted you. And um, may the odds be ever in your favor. Well, cheers, thank you. Oh man, guys, that was uh, that was Harry Kiddington. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just he dropped some major news, Aaron. I'm I'm sorry that you uh, I think you just spoiled the whole show. <laughs> really? With a couple back behind the scenes stuff, right, Garen? Yeah, I mean, especially what he was saying about the dragon the scream of the alive or not the undead. It just didn't seem like he, he either wasn't caught up on the show or he was telling us things from season eight. Yeah, he gets a little, uh, he can be hard to follow sometimes. Yeah, I mean, he didn't know a dragon was uh, killed. and He's slow. He could be slow. It took me a while yeah. to arrange this, uh, this whole thing. Bef I, I know we have to wrap up soon, but I wanted to get just a quick thoughts on... Uh, on tonight's show and the season are you guys first and foremost are you guys excited uh i know karen is but like what's your level of excitement my level of excitement is immeasurable i really i mean i've lost so much of my life looking up internet theories and rereading rewatching. i love predictions i love making sure i love rewatching, catching every detail new things there's so much i mean first of all just the filmmaking on the show makes it worth a rewatch. it's just so much to take in they take care of it so well every shot is impeccable and then on top of that i'm such a nerd for plot and fantasy series like this so i'm just i'm into everything i i'm half sad that it's ending but mostly excited that it's going to end because it'll free up a lot of time for me you and get that closure just, too i just need it to end so that i stop is that is that what you're looking for? Closure, Aaron? Um, I, I just you know, usually the five season mark is when a show should really stop. But Game of Thrones has been staying strong all throughout. And that's a very impressive feat. And I'm glad that they're concluding it here. I'm so happy that like all these loose ends are being tied up. I'm so glad that these old, old, old paths even from like season one are leading back to this. I think that's very good storytelling and uh, it's just a fun journey to be on. Nice to see that journey come to a close. On one of our podcasts with your buddy, Padre, uh, small council, we did cover some stuff. And uh, one of the big things that we talked about was uh, this being the last monoculture moment. I think it is, uh, do you, do you guys believe that Game of Thrones is going to be that last show? What do you mean the last monoculture thing? Well, there's so many there's so many shows out. There's so many interests. Like there's so many things to do. The Internet of Things. There's so many passions that if you were to if I were to ask you, hey, have you seen Hannah, the show? Do you guys even know Hannah's a show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Like, this dominate. This is like the zeitgeist of our time. Correct. I got it. Uh, I mean, the last show to do that was Breaking Bad, I think. There's uh, always going to be... I think there's always going to be a big show that consumes pop culture. And any show that has mystique to it and so many what-if roads, you know... There's so many options that can still happen, even in this last season. Mm -hmm. And there's so many fan theories that were dispelled and some that were proven true. And it's just so exciting 
for pedophiles. Like, people making bets as to what's going to happen, you know? You know, Lost did it. Breaking Bad did it. Game of Thrones is doing it. I don't know what the next big, big show will be. But, uh, but you think yeah, it will continue? It will continue. It might take a while to bring it back up. Uh, but I, I do agree that now, within this time, Game of Thrones definitely rules the, the pop culture realm. Karen, thoughts? I think there will be another show. I do think a few things have matched Game of Thrones in scale, but it also came to be during a time when internet streaming was new, rewatching was new, so people could catch on like three seasons late and then catch up for the final couple, and that there have probably been shows before that maybe I'm not aware of, or I don't want to risk naming and be totally off, but there have been other shows that have been huge cultural touch points, at least, you know, for this country in pop culture, that, um, you know, didn't have a chance to go to this scale because they weren't streaming like that. Um, but I, I think there will be something else, I'm sure, that's on this level. I look mm-hmm. forward to it. Uh, first person to die and last person to sit on the throne. Who do you got, Aaron? First person Just, to die? First major character to die on on the show. I think it's going to be... I think it's going uh, to be uh, Tyrion's bodyguard. Uh, Bronn? Is that it? I think Bronn... Yeah, well, I mean... He, He's hanging out with uh, Jamie, or was. You saved Jamie. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You're talking about, well, Tyrion is now in Daenerys' posse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Jamie's bodyguard now, I'm sorry. Tyrion's former bodyguard. Right, right. Or trainer. He's, uh, that's who he is. Right, Karen? Karen? Yes, sellsword, technically, but definitely an intimate sellsword. Well, for sitting on the throne, I'm going to go with Sansa. I think definitely not Daenerys, definitely not Jon Snow, definitely not Cersei or Jane. Like, I just think anyone else is too on the nose. I think Sansa's just, she, I mean, she literally is quite qualified, but also if you go back to, like, season one, there were a lot of hints, like, that, in the first episode, we learned that being queen is all she's ever wanted in her life. Mm-hmm. I also think that she's, you know, she's imperfect, she doesn't, she may want to be queen. She's good at ruling, but I think I think her character arc makes sense for the kind of show Game of Thrones is. It's definitely not going to be Danny or John. I'll say that now. Ooh, I also, okay. I will say because you know it would be obviously Daenerys isn't going to sit on the end. That'd be so weird. The show builds up. It's all a story about how Danny gets the Iron Throne. Like that's not the show. Of course not. That's not the story. You know, obviously it's not going to be her. It might happen for a day, but then she'll leave or something or be killed. Like I just, it's not going to be her on the end. I do think Daenerys will die early on but i'm not going to say who dies first there's too many characters that are major characters there could be multiple deaths at once but i I think that her visions going north of the wall are pretty key and uh, i think that we can have danny die more than we can have we can have danny and Jon snow die but i I think danny will die first that's Hmm. just just a hunch i have so it would be a shocking death but we wouldn't be like how do we carry on I have a question for both of you guys. What role yeah. do you think the many-faced god will play in this final season? Like oh, Jack on Jagard, Joaquin, Phoenix. Jack and Hagar. Gar. Ugh, you two. Yarkin. Yarkin. Well, not no, no. I, I didn't. I didn't mean him. I meant um. Uh, what's her name? Uh, that... The fire. No, god? not that not one. Sansa. Not Sansa. Um. Are you? You can't remember Arya's name right now. Arya, Arya Stark. Thank you. 
I'm having brain farts. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's clear. Arya, yeah, what role do you think she'll play? Karen, I think you've read more than I have on this front. I have a- I'll just say that I'll just say this: small, medium, or large, and her ability to transform into anyone. How big of a role do you think it's going to play in this? Oh, like in the whole the last season, the la- yeah. The whole. <clears throat> I mean, I think, I think she's going to have a couple of those tricks up her sleeve, uh, with with a couple of faith. You know what I would want her to dress up as though. Um, and this is my, this is, would be the ultimate for me. Cersei? Uh, I would want her to dress up as Sir Pounce, and Sir Pounce, uh, sits on the throne by the end of the season. That's, that's what I want. I'm waiting also that? for a quick game bowl. I don't think that'll happen. Again, that's so on the nose. And the other thing is that, that whole moment of where, um, they saw each other, yeah. that tension. Yeah, and he says, you know what's coming for you. He wasn't talking about himself. He was talking about something else. I don't know if we know what that is yet. I think you saw about the White Walkers. You know why well, he knows that, though? But it's because of that fire god, right? He gave, like, he's he knows what that fire god's about. But I don't know if the mountain, we don't have any evidence that the mountain is also seeing things in the fire. I mean, I, I think the hound can. That may have something to do with him being burned by it, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure, but I don't think Clegable is a sure bet. I think that's too... I, I, I'm i sorry. I, I don't think... I think we'll get other wonderful payoffs. If he... It, listen, Peter Baelish, if we but, get uh, that, if we get that, all of this is fan service. I don't know how much it'll drive the plot or anything, but we could talk about this till the cows come home. Yes, we should have talked about this while Harry Kennington was still here. I mean, he probably would have been able to shed some light. Oops. But this was good. This was a good speculative conversation. If you guys are both watching this season, like with the rest of the world, I assume, tonight, you guys are watching tonight. I'll probably catch up tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, maybe we check back in. It took a lot of effort to get us around for this one, but if we do it again, a quick session. That'd be fun. With with Harry Kiddington again, then now that we're more in sync and we've all talked about the episode more, it'll be easier to get into that kind of stuff. I'm all about the plot details. That would be fun, yeah. I would want to I would want to meet a character called Bansy Rolton um, next time. <laughs> it's like a jolly yeah. Bansy Rolton. Bansy Rolton. Uh, that's, if that's, that's what we're going for next week. I, I feel like there's a lot of people that we don't know that's been a huge part of the show. And, you know, hopefully I, I'm going to do my job as producer to find some. Aaron, I don't know if you're up for it, but, like, if you could host them all in New Jersey for me, that would be great. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> okay. New Jersey cool. has well, a lot of conventions. Well, that's true. We got that the MetLife Stadium. Di- yep. <laughs> Eyes Out Center. Possibilities are endless. Eyes Out Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. The you got Rosario Dawson. What? Rosario Dawson's hanging out there now. Oh, is she? She could. Do you guys not know about that? <laughs> Sorry. It's a big, She's married it's to a Eric big Andre. <clears throat> nope. Nope. Wrong. Uh, Cory Booker, presidential candidate, and Rosario Dawson are together. So. What? She, what? She was with Eric Andre. What? Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna be our future first lady, maybe. 
Our, wow. our v- VP lady. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. So she's cool. hanging yeah. out in Newark or Trenton? I think it's Newark. Okay, Cory Booker is, yeah, he's the mayor of Newark. No, he's a senator of New Jersey. If I, he he was he, at one point. He, yeah. Well, in my time, he was the mayor of Newark. Uh, I think we should say peace to Ross uh, to this show. Um, peace to Ross. But, but we got gulps going. Uh, Karen, again, we can find your your short, amazing film starring Karen Francis and Aaron Brosen at YouTube's and you Google Kit. Well, you Google, girl convinced she'll marry Kit Harrington. Okay. Is girl there a, convinced she'll marry and Kit Harrington are the two key things. Type is in there an Instagram where we can follow you in which the link would probably be there? Is that, that might be a little easier. Yeah, you can find it. I'm Hey Karen Francis on Instagram. Hey Karen Francis. Okay. If you go right. there, you can find my website where the film is also posted. But Karen spelt with a K, it? right? Yes, K-A-R-E-N. Because I hate I hate Karens with a C. They're the worst. Um, they sure are. Yeah, Aaron, where can we find your amazing work other than on the Podboys Productions front? Don't bother trying to find me. I'll find you. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever leave Jersey, yes, you will. <laughs> you will find us. Uh, is it at Aronimus? No, it's stuff from Aaron. At stuff from Aaron on <sighs> Instagram and YouTube, and you can just that you can name follow. alone is so boring it warrants a yawn from Karen. All right, well then, on that note, peace, <laughs> Aaron. Bye, Karen. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Was that British? No. <laughs> okay. Bye. Cheerio. That was do good. Do we really hang up, or do we just keep I, talking? I mean, I figured we would talk a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, we can still stop recording, eh? You can stop recording. Yeah. Did you say A? You've made it to the end of the podcast. Congratulations. Bye. Pod Boys Productions.